Welcome to the Worship Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 256 of the Worship Probs podcast. I, I'm going to tell you this. I, I know we say this a lot, but I got to tell you, this one is going to hit different. Yeah, it is. You think, Yonce? I think so. I think it's going to hit different. It's going to, it's, this one slaps. <laughs> I was just waiting. I was like, would you say no slang. cap? No cap. Would you cap. say no cap about I, this? But personally, I wouldn't say that because I don't really use those words. But for this purpose, <laughs> for your, all your slang, yes, yeah. I would say no cap. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be so good. Okay. You know what we're going to ask. Go jump over to Apple. Even if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, go over to Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars and a nice review. We'd be so grateful. You know it helps to get the podcast out there. And you know, uh, my grown-up Christmas list, guys, is for us to crack that top 200 Christian podcasts. And here's the deal. There is, there are podcasts on there that probably don't represent us all that well. Right. So we should knock them off of there. Don't you we think? We should. We should. Because it's like a giant category. It's like religion and spirituality. Yeah. So let your mind wander yeah, on that spirituality. Weird. Weird and stuff there are some weird ones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man. So help us. Help us help you. Oh, yeah. Okay. That, that, yeah. <laughs> it works. Yeah. <laughs> So big Yance, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it's 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 good. It's good to be here. You know, another beautiful day. Uh like you said, no cap. This is a great one today. We've got, I mean, it's always great. It's, all it's gas, always no a bird. good time. It's always a good time. We're gonna be sharing uh another segment of anatomy. We've got a fun one that uh people really responded to. Yes. Uh and then uh we got OG <laughs> prayer concerns coming, which is always a fan favorite. Yes. But then we are getting to share a conversation that we had with Natalie Grant, which was just so, it, yeah, it, she's so special. And we've been waiting a while for Natalie. My goodness. So, yes, it's a, we have. It's a so, good just day. hang on. Yeah, it's a good day today. Yes, it is. It is a good day. So, in the spirit of good days, you know, every day you get to spend, to spend working in planner center, planning center is a great day, right? Yeah. So, let Jen tell you about our amazing friends at Planning Center. Let's talk about the way that Planning Center can help organize your church ministries. Many of you are already familiar with Planning Center and may even be using services to plan your weekly events and schedule volunteers. But what you might not be as familiar with is that Planning Center is actually an all-in-one church management software system. Planning Center can help keep your whole church engaged by creating space for important data like prayer requests and event attendance, or even tracking first-time guests, making follow-up simple and easy. With different products on a unified platform, your whole team can stay aligned across ministries and eliminate anyone working in silos or having to track information across multiple programs. There are so many things you can do with Planning Center. And best of all, you can customize how you use it based on your church's ministry needs. Anyone on your team using Planning Center whether they run sound, play drums, or schedule volunteers, has access to Planning Center's training materials and support team too. So go to planningcenter.com to learn more and get started for free. 
So, Big Yancey, I got a question for you. Okay. If you were being banished to a deserted island Mm. and they said, the, the banishers said, you can take one food item with you and we're going to, for this exercise, we're going to assume that the, uh, the item will last as long as you're there. Okay. Okay. What, what are you taking? Are we going to assume there's a beverage there? Because like, like, do they already have water there? Because it would be I stupid guess. to pick food, but there's nothing I mean, to they, drink. I think they'd have water. Probably, okay. you know, it might be salt water. You might have to boil it, you know? Oh man. This, oh, one food, one food. Ugh. It would probably be popcorn. <laughs> popcorn <laughs> popcorn no probably popcorn and here's I don't what know. you could do you could somehow take the salt out of the water and use the salt on you know, my popcorn be, yeah that'd be sea salt right well i assume if yeah. i if See, i'm able to boil it. water i have a pot for popping corn um you know so yeah i think so i'm trying to be smart yeah. you know it's got some crunch to it it's high in fiber you know i probably won't get bloated you know if i if i have to yeah. live you yeah, know, I'm I'm yeah. trying to make the smart choice here. So, yeah, that's a good choice. That's yeah, a good choice. What, what what would yours be? Probably a some little Debbie. <laughs> Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut yeah, butter. That's a good yeah. one. It, yeah, it would specifically be Skippy extra chunky peanut butter. I was going to ask if you were a Skippy or a Jif person. You're a Skippy person. Yeah, we so we were Jif people until the whatever happened. A year or two ago with you couldn't get Jif because there was something went something went wrong. Yeah. So we're like, what do we do? Yeah. We tried a couple. And the minute we tried that Skippy, man. That's, that's crazy. So See, we still, were we were Skippy for Skippy. so long. And then something happened where like our Costco didn't have Skippy anymore. And so we're like, well, I guess we'll get Jif this time. Oof. And then we were like, we have been missing yeah. out. So now we're Jif people. Wow. No, you're Jif people. Jif is, is solid. It is it's solid. It's very, very solid. So, well, that's good. Popcorn and peanut butter. That's good. That's good. Um, okay, so next week, you know, Jen and I are very seldom. Is it next week or the week after? Anyway, it's coming. It's coming. Salt Conference yep. is coming. November 15th through the 17th in Nashville, the city of Yonsei. Yeah. Right. As the people are calling. She's it now. basically the queen of Nashville, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that on the internet. I've been reading, researching, you know, wow. the city of Yonsei. It's, it, it's the 10th anniversary of Salt Conference. So like if you're a person who uh, plans or programs or creates stage design, whatever video, whatever you're doing in the creative space for your church, Salt is a conference for you. So there's a link in our bio. You can join us and you can save some money if you use our link. So use our link, save some money and join us at Salt. We're going to record an episode of this podcast with a live audience, which is always fun. Always fun. Yeah. Always fun. And they've set up a little room for us. to. So throughout the conference, maybe we grab this person or that person. We, we uh, you know. Take them back, get a little interview. You know, it's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. Maybe we'll grab you if you're at Salt. It's going to be a good time. Random people. <laughs> right, <laughs> if you're there, up. guys. So you got to be there, though. You got to join us in person. Um, okay, so Refuel Conference. That's a conference that we're going to be at for the second time. Coming up January 19th through the 20th in Mishawaka, Indiana. 
Bethel University. So you might think to yourself, late January is maybe not the greatest time to go to Northern Indiana, but I'm going to tell you something. This is a special conference. Mm -hmm. And uh, so if you can't make it to Salt, join us at Refuel. It's going to be incredible. You've got um, Red Rocks and Martin Smith and there are others. Yeah, I think John coming. Egan's going to be there again. Up, but I think John. John uh, Egan. Oh, Natalie come on, Runyon. man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's there's some yeah. great people coming, and and we're going to be there, and, right? And, us, and so, yeah. of course, you know our deal. We're going to maybe teach some breakouts. We're going to record a podcast, and um, it's going to be a blast. So join us at one of those conferences. Um, worship karaoke. It's still coming out. You know, we had uh, Jonathan Wright on episode five of season two. Dude is a riot. Um, so what you need to know is season three is fast approaching. And when we get to season three, big Yonsei, <laughs> we finally got big Yonsei in the jump seat in the car. And it's, it guys, it was going to be so worth the wait. So thank you for watching. Thank you for sharing those episodes. Head over to YouTube uh, at Worship Probs and make sure you give us a follow uh, over there. Uh, and we'll keep giving you more uh, great content from Worship Karaoke. And, you know, our sponsor for that, American Musical, they're just incredible. So if you need instruments or gear, hit the link in our bio, save you a little money as well. So uh, so if you know us just as a podcast, we started as a meme account, uh, just kind of making fun of the things that we experience as worship and production folks in the local church. And so we thought uh, it'd be a little fun to unpack some of our memes and tell you what we're trying to accomplish and how it went in the comments. We do that in a segment called Anatomeme. Anatomeme is brought to you by Subsplash. As a worship leader, you've got a lot on your plate. You're figuring out team rotations, developing talent, running rehearsals, collaborating with your pastor, caring for your congregation. And on top of all of that, too many worship leaders are supposed to be technical experts. Whether it's lighting or live streaming, social media or media hosting, it's like someone wrote tech guru on your job description in invisible ink. But what if you could stay focused on what's most important to you and still get the rest of the job done? Enter Subsplash, the complete digital platform for your church. In one place, you can create and manage your church's app and website, live stream and archive your services, manage people, volunteers and events, and so much more. Subsplash makes it simple to connect all of your digital tools so that they work together and work for you. Book a demo to learn more about Subsplash at subsplash.com slash WLP. When you use that link to book a demo, you'll get a special discount, but you've got to use the link. Again, that's subsplash.com slash WLP. So we're calling this one the sound check drummer. <laughs> and uh, the caption was like, it's, you know, it's sound check. The it's audio Sunday team is mornings. doing line checks. Yeah, and six, this is the it's drummer. It's like 6.45 a.m. The audio team is doing line checks and this is the drummer. And it's... Uh, and he is just going John C. full Riley. animal. <laughs> yeah, full ham on the, on the kit. Yeah. And uh, all the drummer face and, and everything. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, we've all lived this, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. it's your drummer. Maybe it's your 
electric player who, you know, the worship leader's given instructions and the electric player's over there dialing in his tones or whatever, right. you know, uh, every team has, has lived through this. Yeah. So Jen, tell us a little bit about how that went. Well, it went over meeting. really well. It was pretty funny. Some of the drummers were like, <laughs> I feel totally called out. They're like, this is so true. Also, it's totally me. Um, <laughs> one of the drummers said, it's not my fault. The drums are so good. You only need to sound check for 19 seconds and vocals take an entire Veggie Tales episode <laughs> to run through the bridge. <laughs> so, you know, he threw a little heat toward the vocal team, you know. Um, <laughs> so good. Uh, then, I love the crosstalk, man. Oh, I know. Yeah, there was, you know, there was some some mudslinging in a very beautiful way, you know. <laughs> Someone said, no one at our church has ever seen 6.45 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, no, we, we're not, we're not sound checking then. Um, uh, oh, gosh. and then it says they, uh, another guy said they usually have to break loose after doing, uh, one shots for 20 minutes. <laughs> so they're just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> they they got to break loose, you know? And, and I think that's the thing with the drummers, you know, we cage them, we stick them in those little ISO booths yeah, and exactly. drummers want to be free. Turn them loose, man. They, they just, they just want to be turned loose. But Absolutely. yeah, the, the comments in this loose. one were really, really funny. If you haven't seen it, uh, go check it out. Go add. Gosh, we have over 200 comments on it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Check that out, it's, man. It's a really fun That was one. such a good time. So, okay. So if you're out there and you're like, hey, I got an idea for a meme, send it to us. DM it to us on Instagram. Or maybe you have a video from your service where things didn't quite go as planned. Send that to us and we'll take you through a little approval process. You might see that uh, on our accounts. So um, that as they say, is anatomy. Well, Brian. Yeah, Jen. You know what time it is? What time is it? I think it's time for Prayer Concerns. Prayer Concerns is brought to you by our friends at Five Words Media. They're the amazing people that bring you free church AV. Five Words Media is also the official AVL integrator of Worship Leader Props. Now, if your church is planning an upgrade to your production gear or maybe you have a new building in the works, start with a call or an email to the team at Five Words Media. They're the best in the biz and they will do an incredible job of finding the right gear to help your church realize their vision of making a greater impact for the kingdom. Just consider them as an extension of your church production team, and they'll focus on the five words that clients experience with every project they do. Those five words are see, hear, feel, design, and build. Just click the link in our bio and then click on the link for Five Words Media to get started today. Guys, for since since October of 2018, you have been sending us your congregational roasts. And I don't mean you roasting them, I mean them roasting you. And we've been sharing these every week on the pod in one form or another. And uh, here's the deal. I cannot believe you're still sending them in, but I'm so grateful that you are. So please keep them coming. So why do we do this? Well, first of all, we hope it makes you laugh because I don't think any of us would say, maybe raise your hand and say, you know, I spend too much time laughing. <laughs> I have too much joy it's in my too life. Too much joy. Yeah. I, don't I, don't, I wouldn't say that. Would no. you say that? No, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. We, no, no, I would say that. Would. So we want to give you some joy, right? 
So, you know, we have these three E's, entertain, encourage, and equip. So this would be in the first E, entertain. And what we hope that does is it draws you into a deeper conversation, which is what we try to do on the podcast and karaoke and all the other stuff we do. So um, we share these. We just want to make you laugh and remind you you're not in this alone. And so we're not laughing at anybody, but we're all just laughing together with one another. So we share these on the pod. You can go to worshipleaderprobs.com, submit yours on the prayer concerns tab there. We'll never share your name or your church's name. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. I arrived to lead worship after a great prayer time with our team. A member of the congregation stopped me and said, I love the music and I am ready for this morning after I turn off my hearing aids. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> We've had a kind of a run of hearing aid prayer concerns, yeah. which I think is yeah. amazing. I love that they, so good. I lo- I'm ready for this morning. I love it, but I'm going to go ahead and dial it out. Just Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I'm owning it. I'm just going to pre-take yep. those hearing aids yep. out, man. <laughs> so funny. So good. Okay, number two, prayer concern number two. I played a solo acoustic set with hymns and throwback songs, but we usually have a full band and play current songs. Today, a gentleman I haven't ever spoken with at church said, I actually enjoyed your song this week, your songs this week. I replied, well, I I hope you like next week too. <laughs> Again, it's the use of actually. Actually. It just, actually. It, it wasn't necessary. Just say, I enjoyed I enjoyed the songs this week. Leave it at that. Yeah, I just enjoyed it. You don't, I, I really, you don't need the actually. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for your work, man. Yeah, gracias. Oh my gosh. All right, number three, prayer concern number three. And it start, I love how it starts. We have this guy. <laughs> and it says, this last Sunday, he comes up to me after the worship set during our sermon bumper video. And he says loudly, a worship band should have a female vocalist and a band. That was trash. And he walks out. Now, the sermon last week was on simplicity. We had an acoustic set with two guys on guitars. He does this periodically, but only to the tech team. So it's kind of weird not to take offense when I'm the guy on the board. (laughs) So, you know, you have an example of yeah, an example yeah. of simplicity before right. a sermon on simplicity. Right. But this guy, this guy, he Missed said it, it was uh, right over the head. It's trash. Just, uh, it's yeah. trash. Yeah. <laughs> That's a strong word. That's trash. That is a strong word, too. It's pretty strong. I think, yeah, I think <laughs> the Lord gosh. may have something to say about that. Yeah, right. Um, okay, number four. Prayer concern number four. An older lady who, and it says in parentheses, beautifully aged. Okay, so, you know, she's doing well came up to me and asked me to play more hymns. She said, can you do the one about the telephone? But I don't know the words. It, and and she, what she meant was Jesus on the main line. Okay, yeah. <laughs> she wanted the one about the telephone. telephone. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. They I don't think they were writing a lot of hymns about the phone. The no, I don't think they then. were. No, back in the day. You know, probably not. I don't think Fanny ever penned anything about the telephone. <laughs> probably not. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my Lord. Okay, here's the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup, prayer concern number five. And it says, I was super excited (laughs) about wearing a new dress. And then the next week, we received a team-wide email about how Sunday mornings aren't a, quote, fashion show or the time to, quote, 
show off your new trendy outfit. Oh my god! So, Who the email come that'd be from? Like team on team. Well, I know. Was it like team on team violence? Jeez! Oh my lord! Yeah, that's harsh. That is right? harsh. Wow. It's a harsh. And again, pet peeve. Just have a one-on-one conversation. Yeah, I was say, you address everybody instead of just, you know, talking to the one person. <sighs> oh, guys, we love you. And we love that you send in these prayer concerns to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please, you can DM those to us on any of the socials. Uh, you can also go to the website, worshipleaderprobs.com. Just click on the prayer concerns tab and submit yours there. Um, well, okay, we have we get to have some really amazing, fascinating, powerful conversations. Um, and this this one is going to do all of those and more. Uh, so let's jump into our conversation with Natalie Grant. The Worship Probs podcast is thrilled to have Natalie Grant with us today. Natalie, thank you. I'm honored. Thank you for having me. Oh man, our honor. We're so glad to have you. <laughs> no, we're so I follow excited. you guys, and so it's fun to be with you today. <laughs> oh, that's that, good. Oh, that's that awesome. My day. Thank she you. follows us, and she still agreed to come. So that's good. <laughs> 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 oh. Natalie, how how are you doing? How's your family doing? Ah, uh, they're doing amazing. This has been a really busy season. Um, it's funny because. You know, in April, um, I'll celebrate 25 years of doing this, which I cannot even believe. Um, But it's funny because I said this year, you know what, guys, Um, I'm I'm really I'm going to do less. (laughs) I'm like I think the Lord chuckled, but um, (laughs) but I've I've really toured a lot this year, which um, so it's been a very busy season. but the family's doing well. I think the years of investment of making sure that our marriage and family came first and that the kids have always felt like it's not mom's job or dad's, but it's our family. Mm -hmm. They feel invested in it. So I think that that's, I see the fruit of the years of that investment paying off now. So Mm -hmm. they have more grace for us when we're gone and they can't come, but they're yeah. doing really good. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. 25 they're years, man. Good. That is, uh, that's something to celebrate. Um, and you know, we, so many of us kind of just watch your family from a distance and it's, it all, <laughs> it looks like such a blast, you know, just hanging around in your house and, um, <laughs> and you know, you've been, uh, inspiring people for so long, like the voice, the vocals, good grief, man. I was watching that <laughs> NFL, the first game uh, <laughs> in Kansas City, and just saw you. They don't really have walls, but you would have peeled the paint off of them if they had <laughs> if they had walls Thank with the you. national anthem. That was just incredible. Um, Thank you. So, okay, let me see if I may not get it all. But wife, mom, new record, launching tour. You got stuff with Bernie. You got K Love coming up. Uh, and you're on staff at the belonging in Nashville. Yes. So can you, can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing at the belonging and how in the world you are juggling everything you're juggling? 
Okay. Well, two different answers. So I'll start with the belonging. Um, it's a very, very, very part-time, part-time, part-time <laughs> um, role there, but really an act of obedience. So my husband and I, in January of 2020, we started doing something called worship discipleship at our house. And when we say that, a lot of people will be like, what's worship discipleship? And we found that um, the best way for a team to be in one accord is to be in community off of the platform. Mm -hmm. And um, that started just in our living room at our house. All of our worship leaders is how it started um, with just the worship leaders. And uh, we would read the word together. It's funny because we would worship together. So we're like, we're not at church. We're not putting a set list together, but we would always worship together. Cause if you can't worship off the stage, then you aren't going to be able to worship well on the stage. Um, we pray for one another, carry one another's burdens, laugh, eat food together, you know, um, play games together. So that's basically what it is, is just being in community, being comrades, right? It's like you're on the battlefield together, but you also have to be comrades together. And, um, and then we realized, you know, one of, to me, the, the more difficult things in church worship ministry is the hierarchy. Do you know what I mean by that? The worship leads Mm -hmm. and then the BGVs and then the people who might serve if you've got like, it's like almost like it's got a level to it Mm -hmm. and nobody sets out for that, but it exists it just exists. Like if we try to say it doesn't exist, we're not being honest. So it exists. And we wanted to break that down those as best as we could. There's always going to be the people that are the lead and there's always going to be people that are not the lead. So that's going to exist. But what we can do is work to make sure that everybody feels a part of the same team and on equal playing fields. So everybody got to start coming to discipleship. It wasn't just for the worship leaders. And once we started doing that, I have to be honest, it actually really changed the entire culture of, of our worship. And it's, it's like this, um, what we're seeing is not just a unity on the platform and in one accord on the platform, but we're seeing miracles in our, I mean, you guys, we could put a book together right now of just miracles that's happening within our discipleship group. You know, we, because we pray for one another and it's funny, like this one woman, she, we were all on the way, I'm, I'm sitting in my entryway right now. So we were all on our way out the front door and she was like, oh, I forgot. I've got you know, an appointment at the doctor's tomorrow and for my eyes. And did that. so we just like, we're all putting our coats on and we're like, let's pray about it. We lay hands on her and pray. It's just this doing life together. Um, and that's really my role at the church. Obviously I lead, um, I help put um, like our conference openers and Christmas and all of that stuff together. But really, for me, the greatest investment of my time is that discipleship piece. Mm-hmm. And um, it has really, 
we're seeing the fruit of it in so many ways. And I think that if people could grab a hold of that for their teams, it might not be that, you know, a worship pastor or somebody that's listening can have everybody into their house, but you could have everybody into a multi-purpose room in your church, or you could have setting that time aside to build community off of a platform will really change everything about the unity of your team on the platform. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And that's incredible. And so that's just mm. one part. Thing. Thanks, you guys. Wow. That's just one. That's just one. Just, <laughs> okay. Just one. So the second answer of how am I doing all of that? It's actually funny because, um, you know, there's this, uh, Bible verse. I don't, I don't use the message version of the Bible as a study Bible, right? Because some people get triggered by the message. I don't even understand why they do, but some people do. Um, But I write songs based off of scripture. And to me, that is a poetic interpretation. My song Mm -hmm. is a poetic interpretation of what a scripture meant to me. Mm -hmm. That is the message to me. Mm -hmm. It is a poetic incredible interpretation Mm -hmm. of scripture that can feed your life the same way we say a worship song feeds our life. Um, so in, in the end of Matthew, there's the scripture it's, um, it's the, you know, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest in the message. It says, are you burned out? Are you worn out on religion? Come away with me and I will show you how to take a real rest. And then it says, work with me. And I will show you the unforced rhythms of grace for your life. And there was something about that wording several years ago, a friend really kind of deposited something in my life about that scripture. And she said, if you can look at God where you're working in step with him, so you're not working and then asking God to bless it. You're not moving ahead, if, if we're just busy doing all of these things because they're our own pursuits, we are going to be soul exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be tired when we're doing the work of the Lord. Like this idea that when you're doing ministry, that if you're doing it right, that it's just going to feel at peace and you're going to be in harmony with that. I just I I just don't read that in scripture. What I do read is that we're running a race Mm -hmm. and I have never run a race that I'm not tired doing. (laughs) Like (laughs) when you run, you get tired. There's a difference between being tired because you're doing what God's called you to do and being soul exhausted. Mm -hmm. And for me, when you're in step with God, my friend said, look at God like your dance partner. And when it says that it will show you the unforced, unforced, by the way, not forced, but unforced rhythm of grace, it's like sometimes God is calling you to dance the cha-cha-cha and you're going to be like moving in all these places. Sometimes he's calling you to do the waltz and that's going to be a slower pace. And our job is to stay in step working with God in partnership with God to go, what stage of the dance are we in? And what does that look like? And, and I think that that has been such a measuring tool for me with what I'm doing. I'm doing all of these things, but there's a, there's a grace on my life to do them right now. There really is. And when there's a grace on your life, you may be tired, 
but you're able to continue running that race because there's a grace on your life to do it. When that grace has lifted and you're still trying to force it, that's when you crash and burn, you know? And I think that that's really been such a great measuring tool for me. Gosh. That, I was going to say, that is great. That's, I think that's going to help some people today. I think that is really going to help some people with grace. And, and you're okay, saying that. You got me so, crying over here, man. <laughs> well, it, it is so true. two in we, a row I've cried on. We expect like with church and, and serving the Lord to like, you know, not be tired. I'm like, we're tired when we work our regular jobs. We're tired when we parent. Like, it's just part yes. of it. But I love yeah. that. The, the, it's the part of it. analogy. And man, that's so good. Wow. So good. Um, okay. So mm-hmm. you just released a new record called Seasons, uh, which is amazing. <laughs> yes. uh, I was looking at it too, right before we hopped on. You collaborated with so many people. This is like uh, just absolutely um, like some of these names. It was just, I, I, we were shocked. Brian, I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> Dolly Parton, right? <laughs> so awesome. Um, so awesome. I'm in shock. <laughs> uh, yeah. So incredible. So um, was there like, is there like a moment that like hit you or jumped out at you? And this might be impossible to answer, but where you thought to yourself, I can't believe this is happening. Like, I can't believe we're doing this. You know, was there any like particular moment that just really hit you? I mean, really every moment I was blown away by because, you know, obviously it's hilarious because I think sometimes when you hear cover record, people discredit it because they think, oh, she's either just doing a filler, like uh, you do a cover record because you need a filler until you get to the next one, or you're trying to fulfill a record contract, or you're like, there's a reason you're doing either a greatest hits or a covers record. (laughs) That is so not the case for me. Um, I have been a fan of Christian and gospel music my entire life. Like I maybe have been doing Christian music as my ministry and job for 25 years, but I'm about to turn 52 and my entire life before I could form a full sentence, my parents say, I have been singing to Christian music. So Mm -hmm. I am so proud to be in the Christian music genre. I'm so honored and I'm still a fan. And so it was such a no-brainer to do these songs that have been foundational through different seasons of my life. Um, And then I had a list of people I wanted to do them with, and they just kept saying yes. Like, I literally am like, Lord, I don't feel like it's time to retire, but I don't actually know where I go from here. (laughs) Like, these are all my heroes. (laughs) These are all my, like, you know. So there was some incredible moments. Um, one, I did a version of Bridge Over Troubled Water with Tasha Cobbs Leonard. And we said, this song was written in 1969. It came out in 1970. How would they have recorded that then? And so we decided to go into Blackbird Studios here in Nashville. And everybody was in the same room. Tasha and I wow. were looking at each other on mic. And we recorded that song. It's one take. Like oh we didn't gosh. do any fixes. We didn't, we oh. just, and if we didn't like the take, we we did three takes. And the, I think it was the second take that we said, that was the one, that was the one, but it was just start to finish. Cause that's how they would, that's how they would have done it. Simon and Garfunkel would have recorded it until they liked it. Aretha, when she did it, they would have recorded it together until they liked it. And, um, so that was a really special moment to kind of do a live in studio, like they would have done it in 1970. Um, but for me, um, a life moment for me. Um, so my hero 
is CC Winans. Oh and gosh, um, I went to her concert when I was 11 years old. Mm. Um, BB and CC Winans were doing their Heaven tour, oh gosh, the Heaven yes. record. <laughs> and I went to that concert. And from that moment, I looked at that woman and I said, I want to be just like her. Like, it wasn't just her singing voice is from another, it's from the Holy of Holies. <laughs> I'm like, I don't mean the sacrilegious, but she's like, it's like Father, Son, Holy Spirit, CC Wines. <laughs> like, it's pretty much, that's the order. And she, it wasn't just her singing voice though, even though she was young during that time, but she carried the Holy Spirit in a way that marked me. Like mm-hmm. it was, it, it, it's like she's, it permeates every part of her. And I have been echoing her. I have been copying her. I have been emulating her. I have been listening to every lick. Don't cry for me. Don't, um, the other song is, um, Alabaster Box, oh like a throne room. Like I have been studying and emulating her basically almost my entire life. <laughs> and she said yes to singing, uh, to God be the glory, my tribute with me. And to me, she was the right call for that song because I think she embodies that song. Like mm-hmm. if there was anybody whose life has been lived, not just her singing or her ministry, but her marriage and her family, it's been to the glory of God always. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was this moment Um, a very full circle moment for me um, when I was singing the lead and I'm literally going to cry and she began to echo me and she was echoing the lines I was saying and she was repeating things that I was doing and she was, and I, I had this moment of like, I have cop, I have echoed this woman my whole life and God is so kind and Cece Winans is so kind Mm -hmm. that she took a moment and she didn't have to do that. Do you see what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? She could have come in like a lot of people do on a collab, especially at that level. And they bring what they bring. They do what they do. But what she did is she said, I'm actually going to defer to Natalie. I'm going to defer to her in this moment and I'm going to, I'm going to show honor to her and that I'll never get over that. (laughs) I'll, I'll never recover from that actually. (laughs) So that was the most special moment for me on the record. Wow. Wow. Well, I think (laughs) if I remember we were at the doves last year and I think when she won artist of the year, she sang a little bit of my tribute. That was her acceptance speech. And this is what was crazy. I had hosted the devs the year before. So I'm just being honest. I didn't go to those devs because I was like, I don't want to get dressed up this year. Last year I had to do like four dresses. This year I don't want to go. <laughs> and so we took a break from it that year. And I did not know that she had done that. And I had already recorded a just a Bernie and Natalie piano vocal of that song. And I had kept saying, I think CC Wine is supposed, is supposed to sing on this song with me. And then somebody goes, you know that she just sang a piece of that song. And I was like, oh, she's supposed to sing on this song. Wow. And then this is a crazy story. I, I texted her and I said, hey, no pressure. Because I know when people 
text you directly like this, it's really hard to say no, right? But I said, um, I would love it if you'd sing on this song. And initially she'd said yes. She texted back the next day and she said, Natalie, I am so sorry. I can't do it. Like I, I'm, I'm right in the middle of a tour. I'm struggling right now in my health. I can't, I feel overwhelmed and I actually, I can't do it. So I was like, okay, a little bit heartbroken, but also fully understand. And it was, um, about six weeks later, my phone, which is right here, literally, it just said it rings and it said CC Winans. And I was like, what? (laughs) Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, for the last week, I have woken up every day and you're the first thing on my heart. And I was like, Lord, am I supposed to be, is there something going on in her life? Am I supposed to be praying for her? Should I reach out to her? Is everything okay in her world? And he said, finally, after about six days, he said, no, girl, you said no when I told you to say yes. And she called back and said, would it be possible for me to still do that song with you? I was like, yes. And then I hung up the phone and then I did laps around my house. Oh, that's fantastic, wow. man. What a story. My goodness, man. Wow. That's incredible. Um, incre- well, the record is incredible. And I got to tell you, man, you. I've been doing laps in my house with shackles uh, playing, man. I love that so much. Um, okay. So you've got some special events with Bernie coming up yeah. and you're heading out on the K-Love Celebrate Christmas tour. All of that sounds like a blast. What are, what are you looking forward to the most about those? Well, you know, um, it, we're so grateful to partner with Caleb this year. So Danny Goki and I have been doing the Celebrate Christmas Tour. This will be our eighth year oh, of doing it together. Wow. And we love it. We go to church together. Mm-hmm. So there's already such a camaraderie. We lead together at church a lot. He comes to discipleship group. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And so there's such a natural like brother and sister relationship. And it sounds funny too. Sometimes I'm like, I think we are related because our voices just go together. Like when we sing together, it just works. Um, and we love that Christmas tour. We both always say it's our favorite tour of the year. Cause it's a very integrated, uh, we do like maybe two or three songs of our own. Otherwise the entire night we do this, we do it together. And I think that's what makes it really unique. Cause it's not like my set and then Danny's set. It's just our set. And I love the collaboration that way. Um, but these Bernie and Natalie dates have been really special because, um, you know, in 2020, we started doing those songs and we would record songs in our living room, put them on Facebook and Instagram. And what it did was it actually, it's kind of funny how sometimes we can complicate, we add a bunch of stuff to our lives that we think in the moment. And in the moment, it might be making our lives better, but sometimes it complicates our life. And Bernie played for me in the very beginning of my career because I couldn't afford a band and I married my piano player. (laughs) And so it kind of just worked out. But then, you know, he became obviously a producer and a songwriter for so many other artists. And it just, it, it just kind of like, I started doing my thing he started doing his thing. Of course, we were always in unity about what we were doing, but he didn't come on the road with me anymore. And then 2020 happened 
And there was this thing that took us back to how it was that God even brought us together and how we started. And I can't explain it except for that these nights have become like some of the most special things we've ever been a part of. And I don't know if it's just um, also the example of a marriage partnership and what that looks like when you actually support one another in your gifting and the example of what that is. If it's just the fact that now he's on tour with me again, so I get to spend all my time with him. That makes me so happy. I don't know. It's a very special night. So we love those. We love those every night. That's so cool, man. That's so cool. That's incredible. Okay. So 25 plus years um, doing this, has there ever been a moment where things just did not go as planned? Maybe in a worship service, tour, concert, where, you know, the train kind of came off the rails just a little bit. Would, Would you be willing to maybe share a story just so we can all feel a little better about it. Oh. You know, it happens to Natalie too, Which guys. One? It happens. Which one? <laughs> I have far too many. Yeah. I don't, I'm like, do I go back to 2003 Winter Jam when I actually fell off the front of the stage because I flipped over a floor monitor? Oh, there's something gosh. that people don't know about. Uh, there's there's, there's a, something people don't know about me that if you're in music or worship or whatever, but um, I don't use in-ears. Mm. And... Um, wow. I never have. I use in-ears in church now because I'm submitting. (laughs) 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 And it's been a very like, it's been a real test of my, like, I have been doing this for a couple of decades and I've never used in-ears. Sidebar, I just went to go see you 2 at the Sphere and I have never felt more seen and understood in my life than when Bono had floor monitors. And I was like, <laughs> yes! <laughs> <That's awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just something, I hate in-ears. So I, I always have a floor wedge. So I flipped over the floor wedge fell off the stage. People happened to be against the stage. So they caught me, but I am for sure not cool enough to act like I was stage diving. So I was like, can you just push me back up? (laughs) So they like pushed me back up on the stage. You guys, God rest his soul, but Carmen came out on the stage to pick me up because I had, I broke the heel on my boot. And then I was so uncomfortable with it that I was like, put me down, put me down. (laughs) Like the whole thing was a disaster. So that was all the way back. That was 20 years ago. Okay. But how about last week? Um, I was at, um, I forget that we were playing the, whatever the small arena was in Frisco outside of Dallas. And, um, I was explaining about how I got to do this song with Dolly Parton. And I was like, wouldn't it be amazing if, you know, she could ever come and do it. I'm like, I'm sorry, she's not here tonight, you know, whatever. So I decided to do step-by-step. Well, they forgot to turn off Dolly Parton's stem. So all of a sudden I get to the second verse and Dolly Parton starts singing to then which people are like, Dolly's here. Dolly Parton's about to come out. And I'm like, Dolly Parton is not about to come out. That is her voice on 
the track. And then you're like, I'm not lip syncing. I promise I'm not lip syncing. And then you're like, wait, do they think it's my voice? There's, these are, yeah, I, I, those are just two. I can give you a book. Oh my gosh. Those are amazing. Those may be the best we've ever heard. Oh Oh, man. Um, gosh, well, you've been so gracious with your time. We got one more question. Uh We, um, and before I ask it, if you're listening, go grab your copy of Seasons by Natalie Grant. Uh, you know what we you. always say. Anybody can stream it. Go buy it. These are the kinds of people and these are the kinds of songs that we want to support. So go buy it. And okay, so we end every interview with the same question. Yeah. We call it the big room question. Uh, <laughs> if we could gather all the worship leaders and all their volunteers and all the production leaders and all their volunteers, we got them all together in one big room. And we gave you a microphone. What would you want to say to them? Oh, that is so hard to just pick one thing, actually. Um, uh, Okay. You are not responsible for, like we call it a worship leader, but I think sometimes we assume a responsibility that was never ours. You're not responsible Mm. for bringing in the presence of God. Mm. You're responsible for stewarding the Mm. presence of God. Mm. And I think sometimes we, um, we actually think that what, what we are, our job to do is to, we have to lead the presence. We have to lead like, no, no, you have to steward the presence of God. Um, and you are a support role. And I think that that has been lost in the church, that we have elevated worship leader to a place that God never elevated it. It is a support role. It is a support role to the presence of God. It's a support role to the word of God. It's a support role to your pastor. And when I go to churches and I find worship teams sitting in a green room, instead of listening to the sermon, then I'm going to tell you every single time that they're not actually going to know how to steward what God is doing in the house. So if that's just a, I don't mean that harshly, it's just a slight encouragement and a tiny little rebuke. Mm -hmm. How can you actually be the best support role if you're not knowing what God is doing and speaking in your house? Your Mm -hmm. job isn't just to go on the stage, lead, and then come off, sit in a green room, laugh and talk, eat your snacks that are provided, get into that service, sit, listen. If it's two services, sit in both because God sometimes does something different mm-hmm. and that feels extra. But I'm telling you, when you discipline yourself to always listen to whatever is being preached, then you actually will know how to discern what God is doing in your house and how to best steward that. That's good. Come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> I can't punctuate that a single bit. That's perfect. Absolutely <laughs> love it and absolutely love it. Thank you so much for what you've given to the body of Christ and how you're stewarding what you're doing now. And uh, guys, make sure you go follow Natalie Grant on all the socials and make sure you grab your copy of Seasons 
Um, you, you're going to be you. very, very glad you did. Thank, Thank you for, you for having the time. me on this. Honestly, I love you guys. I appreciate what you do. I appreciate your humor. I appreciate what you stand for. Um, I appreciate your dedication to what you do. And I'm really honored that you had me on. Thank you. And that big room answer, I think that goes on my Mount Rushmore mm. yeah. of, of big room answers that we've heard. We've heard some really great ones. That one certainly um, stands up. With, I mean, what a great word. Like, how can you steward what's happening in the house if you're not in the house? Yes. Yeah. I know. I was like, she said something that needs to be said because it's it's so true. There's a lot of worship teams there. And maybe you don't have a green room, but maybe you're hanging out in the lobby or you're, you know, out at your car or you're, you know, you're out in the halls or whatnot. And it and it's very true. How can you steward the presence well if you aren't in there and you're not in tune with what's uh, with what's happening? So So good. So good. So good. Yeah. So good. Great conversation. Mm. Well, guys, mm-hmm. thank you so much for Absolutely. listening to uh, episode 256 of the Worship Probs podcast. Uh, remember to hit subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcast. That way you don't have to look for us. We just show up. We show up like a, a genie. I don't know. Ready to make your dreams come true if your dream is to listen to our podcast. Subscription. <laughs> so yes, do that. Exactly. And like Brian said earlier. It's our dream. I know. It is our dream. Yeah. It's like a reverse genie, I guess. <laughs> Head on over to Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> leave us that five-star rating with a nice review. It just, it just helps. It, yeah, it just helps. That, um, and, and like Brian said, that's on his Christmas wish list. So and you've it been is. doing something fancy yeah. too. You've been, we've been featuring some of the, uh, the, uh, reviews we've been getting on Instagram. So, yeah. you know, so, yeah. so do that. Maybe Absolutely. your, your review will get shared. Who knows, you know, but do it. It'll help you us never out. Know. You never know. Absolutely. And thank you so much for following us on all of the socials at Worship Probs on Instagram, Facebook, Threads, and YouTube. You can find us at Worship Leader Probs on TikTok. Make sure you join the Worship Probs community group on Facebook also. And you can find us over there on Twitter. You can search the hashtag Worship Leader Probs and Hmm. boom, there we are. There we are. We're everywhere. There we are. And there we are together. There you are. That's, I mean... You guys just come on, come on. Y'all come, as they used to say when I was a kid. Um, Hey, our friends at Maven Media Productions are just crushing it for us. We are so grateful for them. Um, Editing of the podcast, um, helping us create special graphics for the podcast, special videos of milestones and all kinds of stuff, man. And if you're a church or maybe you have a a company, maybe you're in business while you, while you're, you're bivocational, maybe while you're serving at church, you're, you're making money or you're making a living, uh, on the side in a secular business, whatever it is, uh, Maven media productions can help you with all of that, uh, branding logos, graphics, websites, all of it. They do it all one-stop shop. So hit them up at mavenmediaproductions.com. And they will do an amazing job for it. What they're doing for us, they could do for you. So hit them up. And thanks to my friend, Scott Hoke, for our voiceover intro. Guys, we absolutely love you. Thanks for listening to episode 256. Until next time, deuces. Smell you later. <laughs>